0: Randy Green here, and welcome to another podcast within the whole Academy version of the full disclosure project. And we are many that are working on that, so this is not particularly specifically the only show out there or the only podcast talking about this topic. But I want to chime in from my angle of the understanding of what the full disclosure is, and there have been so many good people that have been working on this for. Yeah, since the 1950s, more or less, give or take, more prominently since the 80s, the 90s, the 2000s, and onward. And we have, as always, just throwing in a couple of names. You have heard me talk about them before. But just for the sake of research and investigating, we have got Richard Doland. Uh, His, as I see it, the main thing that I've got from him is the breakaway civilization. I know others have talked about that too. But I like his angle on it, his, his uh, academic approach to the information. And Stephen Greer as well, who I, I'm pretty sure is not an ER doctor anymore due to his age, but he has that as a pro- original profession. And with that, we're talking about two people that have what we could call an academic background in their research and how they have researched. Um, Stephen Greer has been in the, the long, long work of trying to get officials to understand some of the secret programs and that's his forte that he knows what well, we could say the specialized or the black projects or black ops or whatever the terminology is. <clears throat> So that's kind of where I would put in there. I know there are many other people doing this. We have interviewers such as George Knapp. And we have got other people that's been in this work for a long, long time. So I'm not deliberately excluding anyone. I'm just saying when I talk about, well, where did I kind of find, I almost say, solace in people that had an academic background that were looking into this? And you can say, well, Randy, do you think you have an academic background? Well... I am I do have a bachelor degree in theology so that means I've gone through the drill within the academia of how to study how to the methodology behind research what to look for how to not put in your own personal projections and ideas in what you're researching and can it be researched as objective as possible And I know many of you are saying, well, I'm already off here. I just want to hear about the UAPs and the alien agenda and what's going on. And this is this is where I'll say, well, this is where we learn to go the next step. And I'm not saying academia and the approach from academia is the right way to do it. But one of the key signatures of academia is that it tries to keep our own individual thoughts and ideas and wishes and hopes and emotions and what have we out of the equation. Not that it's, not that it's a success all the time because we're human beings. The way we think are, of course, narrated and influenced by how we feel and how we are as a human being and our psychological structure. Because you remember, I'm a licensed psychotherapist as well. So, so in this, it is, um, when we talk about the sciences here, We are also talking about the ability to process that level of information from what we could say a neutral standpoint. And neutral is difficult because what is neutral? I would like not to use the word objective. The word objective is scientific and that's what's been tried with different types of experiments you are repeating the experiment and by that get to the same result. But if you are repeating the experiment from an angle of having the same idea of what you want to investigate, of course, you are influencing the experiment you're doing. And then people have said, well, then they use computers instead because computers are objective. No, because humans write the program. So we are in this constant hermeneutic circle where we get entrapped or a catch twenty two where we get entrapped with how we influence what we're looking at, and this is not about quantum science, where we can say that on the micro scale that the observer influencing the, the the experiment and turn particles into waves or waves into particles, because that's on the micro scale and science tells us that we are not influencing these kind of things. But when we do talk about alien technology. There, the mind of the operator and the genetic composition of the operator is fully intertwined with the technology they are operating. So when we had the first experiments with the Schrodinger CAT and the Heisenberg Uncertainty Principles and all of these things that uh, correct me if if I remember these things wrong because I studied in the 2000s and it has been a while. But when, when, um, when we talk about these things and, and, and I remember there was a wave of scientists that came out and say, well, is it possible that human psyche actually influences machines? Or do we have a say on the nature of reality with our psychological structure? And that the broader majority within what we could call the left-hand path of science that are strictly left hemisphere, um, non-connectedness, uh, deductive, reductive, Newtonian, Einsteinian, or what have you type of sciences said that that was impossible. I think that we shut down a very important path in our evolutionary process to understand how humans interact with self, others and reality as well as technology. So, so in that one, we talk about the new type of, um, I have on X, formerly known as Twitter, put a post where I talk about how, are we ready for the new technology that is coming our way? Are we ready for, uh, this is where the breakaway civilizations and the secret projects come in because I know from the information I get from within and people will say, is that legit? You're getting it from within. Well, that's part of the new technology. It is able to communicate non-locally. As we are seeing some of the what was it the Josh what was it the,
1: referral
0: no the was it SRI the Californian oh, Research it's, Institute it's, it's, or something um, the it's,
1: Sanford Re- yes Sanford thank you yeah Research
0: Institute yeah yeah I said SRI and then I said California yeah anyways okay. but they were working with remote viewing within what we call a controlled environment also with. With scientists, of which we have got uh, other prominent speakers as uh, Valet and and Pothoff and and these uh, people that experimented with this, and all of this has been shut down. Instead, it's it's been labeled as fringe and outlandish, and has not been incorporated. And this is where we are on a learning curve that is steep for most. Everybody, literally, unless, uh, aside from those those who have been in this for a long time, but we have, uh, let me put it within my own group and and researchers within the paranormal, so to speak, has been done by many people who did not have an academic background, who did not have the mythology of take a, a step back. And not speculate too much, and put too much speculation into the topic, or what they were seeing, and putting too much emotions, and putting too much selfish drive of wanting to be heard or seen or whatever. In that, creating a lot of distortion within uh, the UFO movement, or within the understanding of the extraterrestrial technology. Or we had, uh, we have, for instance, Bob Lazar, which I see as a legit witness of some of the programs he's been part of. And some of his experiences, the Radicula, and we have heard this so many times, we've heard this so many times, and we have had the congressional hearings, and the whole attempt now is to try, okay, how do we as a society get ready for the next level of technology? How do we get ready for this new type of, I call it AIT, alien information technology? How do we get ready for that? It's already there. That's where the black projects come in, the COVID projects, the ones that have been running beneath our societal structure without our knowledge. They will begin to implement that information via what we could call sister companies of the bigger companies. Um, what do I mean by that? I mean that the information is as it is for now. The plan is as it is for now. Again, this is information you get When you're in this line of work, you get information from within. And just to put it that way, uh, Nikola Tesla, he always said honestly that he got these ideas and dreams or in visions. Einstein was sitting for hours in his office, staring out in nothingness. He got this from within. Other people, uh, I can continue, Carl Gustav Jung, I can continue with people that are pioneers within this line of work, they get this from within. It's not because they're thinking linearly from A to Z. They get it as downloads. They get it as, oh, this is how it looks. Uh, Michael Faraday got it as a vision. So this is how it works, people. This is how this alien information technology has been part of the human civilization since the break of dawn. And But the majority of people inside the reality, as we know of it, have refused this. They have shut it down. It has been seen as dangerous. So the ones that have been pioneers have been prosecuted, have been hunted down, has been eradicated in some way or another form, either completely or just... Uh, professionally, as in being, a Europe, Europe not case or whatever it is. So, so this is where we have a lot of things to deal with in, in the line of work. We have a lot of crows to, to, to you know what you call it. Um,
1: uh, he yeah, exactly.
0: A yeah, thank you. There's a, there's a lot of excuses that needs to be made. There's a lot of paradigms that needs to be changed. And we have the old God, as we say it in Danish, that are um, reluctantly... Uh, they are not eager to go there and it's sometimes good to have the conservative branch and then we have them all modernized so they can work together. But the conservative branch in this are a little bit too rigid. Because they they grew up with they have they have created their foundation and their professionality on that this was for lunatics, this was not legit, and they are now standing in this whole wake up paradigm situation where at the same time the wake up movement the woke movement are, are speculating so in that one doing us all a disservice so so what I want to do here and the way I want to try and do it here. Is to build it on the knowledge I get from within, not speculating because what I think and feel, that's, that doesn't matter. That, that's a whole other, but we know people who have speculated. I know from the 2000s where I listened to this and people, they speculated so much and none of it came to be. And why speculate then? So, Can we look at the facts? What are the facts? Where do you get the information from? What are the sources of the information? And the sources of information I have them from within, can they be trusted? Not at all, but it is from within. So my job as a researcher with the information I get from within, from the different extraterrestrial groups that of course have an agenda by giving me this information, I'm not blue eyed as we say in Danish, um... They're there to manipulate. Whatever we will get, the first standpoint of discernment is, this is for manipulation. Why do they give us this information? Because we are not up to snuff with the understanding that what we think and what we feel affect the collective thought forms that affect our reality field, that affect the way our planet is constructed. And that's why they do that. So we are no longer in the process of thinking and feeling whatever we want to do. As the fourth dimension and the fifth dimension are getting closer, which it is, becoming part of reality field again. It used to be. It's coming back in via technology, via different types of groups that are now getting ready to operate in the fifth dimension, via the different genetic modified humans that are on the planet already. How far are they in these implementation projects and how much have different forms of humans played in and how much does everyday people play into this as well? And this is where those of us who are influencers and podcasters, we must be responsible in our selection of what do we bring out there? How do we bring it up in uh, for, for people? investigate our sources, be objective in our investigation, not because, oh I want this to be so thereby I talk about it so I give it energy and by that make it manifest. No, this is about discernment. Just because you have a quote-unquote angel that comes to you and give you information or you get it in vision or you get it from within does not mean that it's real information or legit information. This is where the alien technologies that we don't know of come in play. And that's been part of my work. And is part of the whole academy course material, especially the, the clearing work courses, where I talk about some of this alien technology. And I barely begun the project of what is this technology? How does it operate? And that's what I have been working with the last uh, 10 years, the understanding of the alien technology. And when I went to Australia, uh, I got an insectoid for the fourth dimension, and they are they are definitely territorial and uh, and are not to be trusted, but they can see it in their interest to gain information. so it's again what is what is the information I need to pursue, and what is the information I need to discard because it's not just I'll take it all in. But I had this insectoid that told me, a it like being from one of the old colonizing species, telling me, stop looking at it from the spiritual angle. Go for the technology. Go with the technology. The technology will give you the answers. And that was a good advice because that is, I was all soaked in this whole spiritual realm. And that's a huge part of it. When we relabel spirituality into consciousness and genetic, understand energetic genetic understanding of who and what we are as living beings. It's not spiritual. It's not spiritual goes with a source, it goes with God, it goes with a soul. And these are concepts that for me, yes we can talk in these concepts, but they are connected to religion. They are connected to what we could say believing. It's connected to a psychological need. It's it's on a comfort zone. It's something that makes me feel good. When I do spirituality it makes me feel good. When we talk alien technology, it's not about feeling good, it's about acknowledging what's there, what does it do to our world, what are they plotting, what are they coming in with, and all of that people is going to make you feel not good. So if you want to stay in in all of your angels and guides and uh, all of these light beings, of which most cases are holographic overlays and insertions and artificially made by some of the greys that are here, because they have mind technology and emotional technology that can scan you and operate on your electrochemical systems the way that they want, they can implant whatever they want into your field and you can see it and it feels good because they know what you are and what you want. Then, of course, that's your journey. And I'm not saying the opposite, but for those of you who are not ready yet to, to the hardcore facts of the brutal reality we're actually a part of and the responsibility that comes with that, that's, a, that's, that's a choice you have to make internally. That's a process where you go from the feeling good side of this into, okay, what are we dealing with here? And that's the crude awakening that many go through that is unpleasant and, and which there also creates distortions. Then it flips over to the opposite as a kind of polarity. Then it gets all hyped up with all sorts of speculation, all sorts of this or that, or this is this way or that way, or it make people feel, go into too much in, in the horrors that some of these projects have involved been involved in. And I know of this, I've seen it. Uh, that was part of my journey as well. I was it was shown to me through the military projects and what they've done there, and I don't want I don't feel any need to reveal any of that because I'm a psychotherapist. The psyche has there are some levels of information that's good to know, and there are some levels of information that is just people just better without. That's the discernment: what should be put out there and what should not. We have plenty of horrible things we know people can do to each other and that's enough to know. We don't need the gory details. That's that's a kind of what we call a psychological perversion to want to know that, to want to investigate that. That gives a specific type of satisfaction. I'm just saying it as it is so you know that I know this but I have no need to share it. I know how these different mind-altering techniques, how they can play out. Some of these Uh, different types of, um, in the chair, mind modeling, artificial holographic overlay simulation programs that they are playing to create a new type of neural network or to do genetic modification or whatever it is. And in a personal one-on-one for those who are in the, want, are in the know and want to be deeper in the know or are in a professional Uh, assessment situation where they need to know what have they actually done to the human population that means outside the military projects or within because most of these groups that are here have exceeded their prerogatives and their allowances to an extent where the different groups that invited them in have lost complete control of them and that's part of the disclosure we we always hear that they, the ones that did the secret projects, they had this under control, we got this. But the fact is, they completely lost control because they were up against civilizations that were so much more advanced than them. And I think when we talk about the disclosure, why haven't we heard anything? Well, if you have a large group of, of the human population that participated in these projects... And it completely blew up in their face and they completely lost control of it and literally handed over our planet to civilizations that were not pro-human. You can see why they're not interested in doing full disclosure.
1: So this is a good point for me to jump in here. Um, I, <laughs> of course, there's always plenty of stuff. And I'll go back to the, the beginning and, and, and work the way up. Um this notion of why aren't there more, you know, credible institutions and people doing this when all these luminaries have done it legitimately or within academia. I don't know how to frame it, but there is like the Math Institute. And I forget the name of the institution studying consciousness. And I think this is where it is the next frontier in science. Anyway, they admit they don't really know how it works. So this is the forefront of science. Uh, maybe all these ancient yogis and spiritual traditions in the past, they had a way bigger handle in Eastern teachings on how consciousness works. But this is a matter of consciousness, right? Everything we're talking about, because the level of consciousness just doesn't seem to be there overall. And in, in science, quote unquote, doesn't even know how all that works and whatnot. So they are studying it, especially in philosophy and hard science as well. But you're, I don't feel you're going to get the whole picture by getting images of parts of the brain to light up Hmm. you know it goes beyond that the hard problem of consciousness and and we do have the power to affect reality and there are the double split experiment like you're talking about people can on a micro scale like you're talking about affect the outcome of experiments so we can see how powerful consciousness in the mind is you know physics is waking up to that we have all the the quantum physics so even though you know, your teachings, That's um, it's kind of not the real thing either, or only part of the thing before you break through that and go beyond it. Now, the the big part about this, though, when we're talking about um, disclosure is the military industrial complex secrecy. I think that what fuels, I've said this before, fuels a lot of speculation. Mm-hmm. And what came to me here recently is a lot of times, yeah, a lot of the stuff doesn't need to be classified, but a lot of it does. But then that opens up new questions what makes certain individuals able to handle it and some individuals not? Mm-hmm. Of course, we have all kinds of levels of compartmentalization and however they do it all. But I think that does the fuels of speculation. But when we talk about people in the alternative community, I think there's a huge power dynamic going on. Like I can handle this information. Give it to me. So they're keeping it from me. You know, I'm in a state of victimhood because they're keeping it from me and secrets from me. You know, this is, I'm a taxpayer or whatever, however we want to frame it, you know, um, you know, So that power dynamic, I think, needs to be looked at mm-hmm. because there's a lot of males and people in general that, that feed on the power that comes with this dark information or the secret information. And if they can either reveal it or keep it secret, then there's a lot of power involved. So power plays around this, too. Now, the, the with this alien technology, from what I understand from some of the, the Guardian teachings, it turns into spiritual warfare then. Mm-hmm. You talk about things like these red cube technology and, you know, this red tri- or whatever. There's so much terminology and so many things. And it turns into just a higher level cosmic drama and warfare over over consciousness and, in. in that and I think the last thing I'll throw out here is who are the beneficial races on this you know would we even look at this what's going on with the the Andromedan infusions and whatnot as a beneficial race I don't you don't look at it like that so there's certain kind of more practical practicalities involved in why they're doing that as you've talked about before
0: yeah. with hot math I looked into that in oh, 2013 14 whatever they've been around for a while mm-hmm. And my assessment back then, which means it's 10 years old assessment. So just put that in there. So if people, you look it up now, look it up with whatever you come up with. If you choose to look up these references, uh, come up with your own understanding of what it is. But what I want to put in there, when we look into some of the ones that are in the field and trying to work with this, they work from the aspect of frequencies, electromagnetic energy. And that's where we get stomped every time. That's why we get blocked every time. Because the the alien agenda and the different groups that are quote-unquote out there they are not working in electromagnetic energies. So whenever we're trying to understand propulsion and the technology, and we're trying to to come up with answers to solutions within our sciences, we come up short, as I think that's how you say it in English, yes. right? Because we we simply fall are yeah. they fall short. Mm-hmm. Our technological scientific understanding of reality is, as science, recognized as well, 4%. That's what we know, 4%. The rest we don't know yet. So that's that's the first step where we go in and all of the speculation, which most when I hear males talking about some of the, the groups around Bob Lazar and some of the ones that have been trying to decipher this, what is this technology, and they come up with propulsion and try to re-engineer it or figure it out in their own uh, lab at home and what is this all about. Um, when we talk about, for instance, Nikolai Tesla, he was, yes, he was working with electromagnetic energy, but he also recognized the fact that Earth itself had some kind of field that we could tap into. What was that field? Uh, as far as I know I haven't done all the research I haven't read all his papers and the the man is long gone and he was a brotherhood and he was left-hand brotherhood so there were limitations there as well he was a bridge supposed to be a bridge and again from the eastern Bloc that went to America and he got shut down there because there is an infight between the brotherhoods in America and the brotherhoods in the in Europe and the brotherhoods in the eastern Europe so we are having issues there as well so that's just giving that insight into and who are the brotherhoods? These are the old lineages that goes back to the fourth seeding of civilizations in the human realm 12,000 years ago, under the controllers that are from the Draco system and other civilizations in the 410 pillar, as I call it. And that's where I am not going to say that's that group and that group, because I look on these groups from a genetic angle. So I say these are from the 410 pillar. That means from the 4th dimension to the 10th dimension. In the different genetic collectives and races that are in these genetic collectives, of insectoids and avians and reptoids. Reptoids are hybrid races, that are also called scavengers or Dracos or whatever they have different lineages different hierarchies they have different purity rates so that when we talk about the alien factions they don't refer to themselves as I come from Alpha centauri or whatever that's human by the way but they they don't refer them I come from the Draco system that is something we label them with they they see themselves in the matter of purity rate if you are to for instance work with the Draco hierarchy The Dracos are not the Draconians. The Draconians are from the Orion system. They are a hybrid race. They are infused with Draco genetics from the D10 collective. Just to give an example, people say, Why don't you talk about the aliens? Because people want me to say what everybody else says. Oh, these are the reptilians. No, it's not. It's like saying these are the Africans or these are the Americans or these are the Danes or whatever. And there are thousands of individuals within the American culture thousands of individuals within the danish culture we are different our dna is different even though science tells us it's not because they're only looking within a shortened spectrum of what the human dna is again frequency based so so this is where we need to understand the fourth dimension and up when we talk about the different groups if they are giving themselves a name they call themselves administrators controllers observers engineers they talk about their profession, they are their purpose and function, that's how they label themselves. So if I say this is, and then we have the hierarchies within the different species, so we say within the Draco system you have the bottom that's in the fourth dimension, you have the top that's in the tenth dimension, the D10 collective, the races there are typically one we know, all know of, is the purebred white um raptor reptilian raptor draco draco is technically not a raptor it's not a reptilian sorry about that it's a draco specimen with the purest hydrate which they call royalty and prince because their tenets is completely pure they typically are white their scales are white they are tall uh, uh, what is his name, Mister Good? I keep for- forgetting. Yes, and I know this is controversial, but he has had an encounter, and that's that's Enki, in his in that version. That's one that he calls himself. But he has another fourth dimensional version of himself, where it's human infused that he uses inside our reality. He's got an Orion version of himself, which he uses when he goes to the Orion system. But each time he has this this pure Draco lineage that's called the white elder races. So these are the pure genetics of the first civilizations. And we have the white elder races within the Syrians and within the Pleiadian system. And these are the sort for genetics that the elder races are looking for when they do genetic modification. So in that, we can begin to say, okay, that's hours and hours and hours and hours and hours hours of sciences that are to be looked at there. When I have... uh, a Different groups that come in and want to communicate with me. The first step is always genetic modification. I'm pulled in. I'm scanned. I'm recalibrated. My holographic architecture is changed so I can carry the gene codes of this type of genetics because they communicate via the genetic link up via the consciousness that follows with this type of genetics. So the organic vessel is a representation of the type of consciousness that it can carry because that's in the genetics that are linked to consciousness awareness and consciousness and purpose and function are engineered into the genetics and that's one of the things the dracos did in our planet when they colonized it just to put it that way and then going back to the controllers and the administrators that are technically the elite that are part of the brotherhood we had two seedings we had in mesopotamia under the neborian version of the d10 collective and then we had the egyptian version that were under some of the more lesser prominent races of the 410 collective that went down to the fourth dimension so again you're saying well that's not completely accurate because we have the neborian races what dimension are they and they are both in the fourth and the ten and in the groups that came to egypt to begin with they were a conglomerate of different species of avian and insectoid and raptoids and mammals For instance, uh, from the Syrian, from the Pleiadian and these large groups that decided to work together. Whereas the Mesopotamian project were more under the Draco-Niburian groups that were under the, the group we know as the Anunnaki. And the Anunnaki are not the same as the brotherhoods in Egypt. So that's a whole other story. How do I know this? Because I studied it? No, because I've been in contact with these different groups through my work on the timelines, through my own personal experiences, how I remembered working with these groups or they have come to me and modified me to know this information. But the modification and what they're doing is not a full blown up now you get to know it all. It's a limited information system to a specific timeline, to a specific code stream from what, from where I get energized. For a short period of time, they alter my structure so that I can connect and they can communicate telepathically and show me things via their technology that's connected to their consciousness potentials that's connected to their genetics, that's connected to their machinery. So that's how I know it. And once they are given what they need to give, they call it are given over typically when they leave. That holographic structure I have artificially induced into my original holographic energetic structure collapses and then I have to go through a long understanding cleaning process that also affects my emotional field, my mental field, my biology, the clearing processes that goes with that. But while they gave me that information, I see their technology, I see their realms, I am present there. Consciously expanded into their worlds, perceiving how they work, because for that short minute, moment in time, I have the genetic link up, which allows me to work with their technology and understand their technology due to my own origin as part of the 612 pillar in the solar system. So that means that I can go in on many different levels and work with this technology and see what it can do as I dissolve it holographically, whether I actually physically dissolve it. Or I'm just getting a glimpse of it and then dissolve it in my own holographic field so it's no longer imprinting or connecting me to this technology via the timeline link up or the code stream link up. Because when you have a holographic affinity with it, you link up to the technology. And you see, this is why people say, this is way above my head. I don't get this. But that's, that's the case when we are looking at this from a frequency spectrum within our sciences. We fall short. Similarly as Michael Faraday, he was in a way clairvoyantly working with the wave patterns that later on became the electromagnetic wave patterns. He was a right-wing brotherhood. What's a right-wing brotherhood? Well, the left-wing brotherhoods, they worked with the colonizers under the 410 collective or 410 pillar collectives or 4-dimensional collective, 5th dimensional collective, 6th of the regressed races. 410 pillars completely regressed. And in that way, you can say the 5.11 pillars, they are the technocratic, the AI, the polarities beginning with the fifth dimension going up. So this is a completely different classification of races. It's not about their technological advancement. It's about their consciousness, genetic structure, and how they build their worlds according to their consciousness potentials. And their technologies reflect their consciousness potentials. Then we have within the UFO movement that I have said, oh, these are very spiritual beings. For instance, the Andromedans that I'm in contact with, are they spiritual beings? They're advanced civilizations. No, they're not spiritual beings because they don't believe in God. And then people say, well, we have had uh, interference. People have been talking with different forms of grace that have come. I think Cheryl Wilde wrote a book at some point. I remember that when she was working with the D-O-W, Dove or Dow or however that's pronounced. Yeah, and that's a group of the greys. And she said, who are you? Why are you here? And they said, we're here from your creator. And she thought because she's an American and she's a religious American uh, with the subculture and the main culture and the large culture in America of this belief in God and, and, and America's elected country under God. And hence, uh, that's a special country. Why? So so when, when the greys said to her, well, I'm coming from your creator, she thought that was God. But they are not lying because what is a creator? Is it a Draco? Enki sees himself as the prince, that the chosen one, the one that is the to be the superior force of all civilizations, aka a god. So, so not to say that she is, but I'm just—I don't know who and whatever that creator was, but I that thought came to me, it's so easy to manipulate humans, because they say what we want to hear, they show us what we want to know, and I put out a long time ago, I said, I want to see the technology, as I said, follow the technology, okay, start with the spiritual crap, you can't fool me anymore, you don't need to do the the guide overlay and present themselves as a light being, come on, show yourself, as you in your ugly cheese smelling version of decay and rotting, and that's why you take off, come on, show yourself. Have some have some courtesy, at least to be honest, about who and what and what you're doing here. And that's why they've been showing me. Because if we ask, we will get an answer. But if we are in denial and we don't want to see it and we only want to see the good side, they're saying, well, you have all these possibilities to see what it actually is, but you don't want to see it. Okay, we'll give you the version you want. Because they're logical, rational, technologically infused civilizations that are not concerned about our emotional habits in that way but they are giving us what we ask for we will get ask and you shall be given so to speak and the andromedans going back to that are they spiritual beings no are they beneficial well they're beneficial for us in the manner that if our system falls their system falls too so they're obligated due to the laws of energetic and genetic affinity and our original cycle developmental processes to assist us ...in our transition process. Because if they don't, they will fall with us... ...and they are not interested to go into the abyss. They are not there yet at all whatsoever. We are like this this heavy concrete block around their feet... ...they don't know what to do about... ...including the lack of interest from the human population... ...to learn the sciences... ...to learn the consciousness sciences... ...to learn reality as it truly is... Humanity at large, they want their version of what reality is, what is good for them psychologically. And this is where the psychotherapist comes in. And I can say, well, I know as my work as a psychotherapist and as a psychic psychotherapist, I call it energetic or psychic energetic counseling, because I see everything clairvoyantly. I see the patterns, I work as a psychotherapist, but clairvoyantly on top of that one, including all of the other stuff that's going on in in a person. And we are in a civilization of denial, of oblivion. Many chose to go into that when we got colonized 15,000 years ago or 12,000 years ago due to actions they took back then, which they are ashamed of. And in that, for some some time collaborated, like the Brotherhoods collaborated with the colonizers, as in you have an invading force and you choose for your own survival to collaborate with them. At some point they thought that was a good idea because in that they could assist whatever was left, the rest that were rounded up and put into these oblivion vessels that the human form actually is. It it makes us forget things. It goes into entropy, it decay. It does not make us develop our consciousness potentials. On the, It's created to do the opposite, to regress and decay and cease to exist and dust, dustify. So it blocks us from reaching our true consciousness potentials. That's what this human form does. And that's what the quote-unquote spiritual teaching systems are about. Because that's why the right-wing brothers came in, because they cohooted with the colonizers to begin with, their mitochondrial DNA is linked up to their quote-unquote creators. And in that, the engineers of this kind of specific vessel that allowed them to still have access to the other dimensions, and by that participating in the councils telepathically, as well as being transferred into the other councils, where they would participate in these group meetings of the colonizing species. So in that way, they are special. They were put in as administrators, controllers, and the elite, the brotherhoods, in whatever versions and forms they are. And they're way beyond just masonry and these kind of things that people know out there. They're everywhere. They're within business business and banking and military and whatever whatever you, you want to look into. And they are within specific lineages because it goes with the mitochondrial DNA that links up to the fourth dimension. The rest of the human population are blocked on the mitochondrial DNA, so we can't link up to the fourth dimension. That goes through the clearing work and the inner work and all the things that we need to do. I know this is a lot of information, but I'm just giving the overview here. And for those of you who have kind of later on go into the other material, I refer back to this one because this is where I sum it all up. So get the foundation and it's a lot to take in. I know that, but just go with it. So the brotherhoods, you had the left wings that worked with the colonizer until they discovered what happened. And then they felt bad, which we have seen so many times before. Did they feel bad in terms of our feeling bad? Did they feel shame as we feel shame with our emotional field? No, but they were beginning to see decaying Uh, signs in their genetic structure because they were working against the original purpose and function of our solar system. So when they felt bad, they felt bad because they began to regress. So we're here saying they're not feeling shame. They are observing a decay rate in their genetic and consciousness potentials that worked against the original purpose and function of our reality field. And in that manner saw that they were losing their consciousness potentials. And if they continued down that path the only way they could continue existing were if they linked up to some of the Serenade technologies which goes with energetic parasites linking up to a cube to preserve their original genetic structure. And by that came under the alien information technology, came under the technology of the Dracos and would then be the implementers of this technology into our reality field which then would give over more of our original construction to the colonizers. And the left-wings they decided to do that, they are upheld by alien technology. And the right-wing say, we're not doing that, we're trying to return to original principles, and began to try and create what we understand as quote-unquote spiritual teaching systems, or secret systems, or systems that assist people to regain their original consciousness. In doing so, they segregated themselves from the colonizers and the left wing, and then the war between the left wing and the right wing began. Then we have brotherhoods that are left wing and right wing. We have within business, within our reality field, that are pro-humanity, trying to wake them up. And we have the other group that are against humanity, try to keep them in oblivion under the controlling factions, and there the left wing are constantly trying to invite in different groups so that they are in control, they remain in their power positions or whatever that is. The military industrial complex and what have you. But you also have the right wing inside some of these projects. Quote unquote undercover of some of the breakaway civilizations, some of the future humanities. So they have gone in all sorts of directions when we talk about that. And that's also part of it. Why we have these waves of then we again get pushed into information that we that awakes us and then suddenly we get into the other one that shuts us down. So within the human population, the original solar system civilizations, we have these divided factions that came with either supporting the colonization or working against the colonization either adapting in new type technology or refusing to use that technology because the more you use this technology, the more you link up, the more you interface with it, the more it will change your genetic structure from being consciously progressive and able to develop and progress and change into being more rigidly like transformers in some kind of crystalline squared configuration like the serene bees, where you become more and more in this crystalline as we see it in a molecular level chemical level crystallized crystallite pattern that only can work in one way and on one specific level and it can only go into decay it cannot progress it cannot evolve it cannot shift into something else it cannot do the synergetic leap into a more fulfilled and complex energy structure It's locked in. It's locked in. So when we talk about the the right wing brotherhoods and, and the spiritual teaching system they began to try and give humanity that's why we have spirituality but they have of course been tampered with by the left wing that have then gone in and intersected every time a spokesperson came out or a teacher or whatever came out with some of the original teachings the left wing infiltrates it, puts in students and what have you and the moment the person, the teacher dies, they take it over, recreate as we've seen with Buddhism and whatever. It doesn't matter what we're dealing with. They go in, intersect it, recalibrate it, change it into something else. Sounds like the same, it looks like the same, but it's linked up to parasites and different thought systems and different information technology. And by that, the practitioner of this will then be locked into the left-wing version of it and the technology that goes with it and by that are being intersected. So that's also when we talk about what's going on why there is a resistance within humanity itself. And we can say, if we tie into the victimization of this, well, yeah, that's that's unpleasant. That's a process that each and one have to go through in the crying and the mourning and the grieving of uh, the victimization. But when we go back to the beginning point of why some were taking in, why why was this whole, what happened when the majority of the original solar system civilizations got into this vessel? Well, the truth is the the majority of the original solar system civilizations, they left for the Andromedan system. Once it was clear that this system has fallen, those who could took off. Those who couldn't got stuck back and went underground as part of Inner Earth. Others went to Mars, which later on were taken over by some of the other groups, but there was a resistance movement there for quite some time, which got shot down for the Dracos eventually. And they got killed there, and the ones killed, quote-unquote, meaning that the original operating vessel in the fourth dimension were demolished, given to the carvers, and chopped up and in different genetic clone experiments, linking people into different types of technologies that prevents them from having any form of awakening process. And what was left of their architecture was then sent into this physical, form in our planet in the Truman show enslaved and completely minds uh, what it called slate technology mind wiped had no memory of who and what they were and began their lives as everyday person inside this reality field as some of the original quote unquote civilizations that that is part of the holocene that's one version of it. It's similar to the other places. Anybody who rioted, that was how it happened with them and that's why they only have portions of their awakening potentials inside the human form and the majority of whoever or whatever they were are now either in stasis or part of clone projects or have been experimented with in the simulation. So it's so worn out that whatever they will achieve will just be completely worn out and that's most of the old world order projects that ended in two thousand and sixteen, most of the generations before born before that are part of these programs, and that 's why the awakening potential is not it's not completely it's within the spiritual programs on the right wing brotherhoods, the esoterics, the secret societies, and what have you, which they tried to heal, but they were up against what we could call advanced technology, genetic modification, that spiritual practices in itself does not heal, does not repair. Not that technology helps, but the understanding of the technology you're up against does help. And when we talk about the the recalibration, reconfiguration of our civilization... You need to know these technologies. You want to repair your genetic structure. It's not about affirmations and sitting in samadhi. That's part of the astral plane and working your way through the astral barrier. But once you get into the fourth dimension, it is knowledge about the technology. And that's where we need to go. We need to become investigative consciousness scientists that understand the technology and sciences and uh, consciousness are interlinked and how do we operate with that what is it that happened to our civilization what is the technology that keeps us blocked and the prohibiting technology how do we remove much of it is outdated the groups that put it in have left that means that that technology is no longer active and no it's not etheric it's fourth dimensional it's fifth dimensional. When it comes to our brain, it's in the fifth dimension. When it comes to emotional field, it's fourth dimension. It's linked up to distortion energies. It's linked up to energetic parasites that are linked up to elementals in the racial grids, are linked up to cube technology in the fourth dimension, that are part of the simulation programs, that are part of artificial realities, that are part of clone programs. It is an elaborate journey that is unpleasant and will demand a lot of our emotional structure. So I get why there's a lot of people that just doesn't want to do it. Why they're in denial. A portion of them know that once I begin this journey, there's no way back. And I will lose everything I am, everything I have, everything that I know of will be changed. And what I will find will not be nice. Because there is subconscious due to the activation of the racial grids and the holographic grids of our planet. It is beginning to bleed through somehow subconsciously in a feeling of loneliness, in a feeling of emptiness, in a feeling of sadness, in a feeling of why am I not comfortable, in a feeling of not belonging, a feeling of whatever it is. This kind of being out of sync with reality and others and the world as it is, giving this kind of weird subconscious things that that we don't know what is. And it, it, this journey, it, it's not about finding happiness, it's about finding knowledge and remembering and dealing with what has happened to us as a civilization, to us as individuals, to what happened to our planet. What happened when we got colonized, that's a big wound in our racial history for the planet at large. And I'm not talking about specific skin color or whatever, because these different vessels were engineered for different types of environment that energetically and genetically were adaptable to the different environments of our planet as it was changed. So nothing to do with... Whatever's going on on our planet, we're humans on this planet, part of an original civilization, put into different types of vessels so that we could fight each other and whatever. So, of course, the first step is to recognize how do we work as a unified civilization against what actually happened here without victimization. And that's where the technology comes in. And that's where the science come in. And that's where a lot of maturing processes for people on our planet comes in. And then we have the next step of this one, that is the original civilization of our solar system is only down to 30%. The rest are now from other groups, from other civilizations, and they have no interest in the remaining 30%. To achieve this. So now we're in another ball game again. So, this is again, you people, you kind of get what I'm saying here. There's nothing simple here. There's nothing easy here. But one step that is demanded from each and one of us is to be ready to do that journey and learn the sciences, learn the psychodynamics that are needed, learning to work uh, psychic energetically with our energetic potentials. Learn to cleanse, learn to work our way through the different layers of our fields, learning to be patient in the work, learning that each layer has its own challenges and onward and so forth. It's about not just reaching our spiritual potentials as an ambition of wanting to get power or be this or that or prove, oh, I can do this or I can do that in your spiritual community. This is about really recognizing what are we doing here? And that's where the objectiveness and the neutrality comes in to tie to the beginning. The understanding of the political situation that we have in, in everyday life extends into the other dimensions. The sciences that we're dealing with in everyday life extends into the other civil the other dimensions. The issues, the challenges we have on a psychological level extends into the other dimensions and onward and so forth. There's a reason why our world looks as it does because it ties into the other dimensions. So our journey is not about feel good. It's not about awakening so we become more and more powerful, that's Atlantean programming it's about awakening into the understanding we have a responsibility we have a huge transition to do we have an awakening process to who and what we truly are we have an awakening process into loss an awakening process into what happened to us as a civilization like people that have living under tyranny for decades and eons and and, and lineages and and what do you call it ancestors and I forgot the word for generations that was Gener- the word and then suddenly a generation wakes up because the leader dies or whatever happens and then that country set free what are the what do people do if they have been under a yoke for their for generations how do they wake up to this quote-unquote freedom to this quote-unquote participation which has been taken from them for so long sorry that was a very long speech people i'm sorry about that
1: no it's it's really good and Those things that are gnawing on us on the inside like that, that can be fuel for this process, too. Because, you know, even though it is not pleasant a lot of the times, things do open up and change and can. And that can be a driving force to look into these awakening processes. When we boil it down to, to what's going on here Maybe it's an oversimplification, but I see it as, you know, it's a fear in self-preservation. These groups that are afraid on the technological side, they're afraid afraid of losing their quote-unquote existence. Mm. And they want to self-preserve, and they're scared of that process of going into, of not existing. And so then it turns into a power grab, Right. And then they dominate and control everyone that they can, and a lot of through deception as well, in order to achieve those means. Mm-hmm. But it, it it come really comes down to to fear uh, that they're afraid of not existing, you know. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, I was inspired by the the things you said earlier about the holographic sciences, right? So and that also the mitochondrial things. So it. Could you tell people what courses in the HAL Academy, if they're specifically interested in that, and or what new information may or may not be coming down the pipeline for those specific things, and then how to go about that?
0: Well, the whole Academy right now, the transition science, I teach people how to work in accordance with our reality field, the original progression programs that were here. For me, that's important because when we talk about... The, the ability to truly awaken, it always happens within a reality field. It never, you're not an island. So you have to work in concordance, in conducive way with the reality field you're part of. That creates what we, we could say, uh, amplifying type of energy units that allows you to do, enter into a progression spiral that allows you to begin to elevate. Whereas if you're working against the natural principles and laws and rules, of your planetary system, your reality field, the holographic energetic network, the code streams, the whole way it's constructed, well, then you create regression and digression and reverted types of energies that push you down the progression spiral into regression dynamics. And that's the flush out system. That's the entropy, the flush out. And working with these dynamics are important to understand when we begin this journey. It's not just about studying the alien technology, Because if you are not in tune with your own energy system and understand how to clear and how to work with that and how to transform it according to the original dynamics... You will constantly align with the opposition forces. You will constantly align with the other groups that are here and their teaching systems and their technologies because your energetic affinity is with them. So if you study the sciences of the other groups without doing your own upgrading work, you will not become the opposition. You will become part of these groups And you will say, well, Randy, you are. No, I'm not. Because when I break this down, I can break this down. Because then I go into the original configuration of our solar system, as I recall it, and as I teach in the whole academy. So I recalibrate myself again and again and again and again. That's all I do. That's kind of, they pull me in, they tamper with me, they give me information. Thank you. I could have been without that information. Go back in recalibrating. They ask me to do stuff because they're in control of this reality field. They are. They have us. We have no free will. We have no free anything. And people say, well, why are you even talking then? If you have not solved it, why should I look up to you? Why should I do what you're saying? Exactly. That is part of the whole process we are in. We're not free yet. We're not out there yet. We are not awakened yet. We are know nothing yet. So how do we get there? And that's what I've been experimenting with. And I know there's a bit of frustration here because of course I'm frustrated. Do I feel victimized? Some days, some days not, depending on how well I calibrate myself. Yes, when I got through the mill and they have done whatever they do to me, and you know that, Josh, then I'm on the floor and I have all sorts of emotions that are unpleasant. But that's the electrochemical response to what's been done to me. That's my biology that responds to having gone through the mill of things that have created distortion and that breaks down my body and then my body does go into self-preservation and it does go into all of these hoops and loops of the drama of being in a situation that is unpleasant in all the ways thinkable. And then I respond emotional to that and of course my thought processes will be in alignment with this. But having gone through that so many times, I know this is three days where I just have to clear out, I just have to recalibrate, and then get back into working with the principles aligned with the original six-dimensional technology that I have access to, recalibrate myself, get myself dragged into one of the chambers I have as part of my inbuilt technology that I created from the Andromeda system before I came here. That's part of my mission statement. So this is the this is the journey of being pulled in and recalibrated and pulled in and recalibrate and in that getting a larger and larger inbuilt configuration that eventually allows me to vibrate on a different scale of holographic energetic units that will prevent me from being pulled in. That's the law of energetic and genetic affinity. And if we don't understand these laws, then we get lost in what's being done to us, we get lost in what is being done to us, and we get lost in what potentially will be done to us. So we need to know first, and that's the whole academy, how does this world work? How does progression work? What was the original purpose and function of the civilizations here? And the personal angle in that story, why are you now in that body, what happened to you, where did you come from, that's part of the assessment, the beginning point of our work. But it doesn't change anything that I know, well I participated in that on Mars and that got shut down, I remember when it got shut down, or whatever it is, that's just personal memories, that, that is part of who and what I am. What does matter is that how can I take this knowledge for the upcoming challenge and what is the upcoming challenge? I've got so much information from all of these groups and yes, that is very interesting, but these are just narratives. These are just things that has happened. It is released when they are going. Why is it important for me to know when they are going? Because then it's easier to break down the inserted technology That's why they give it to me. That's why they recalibrate it. So I know this is how it works. This is how you break down. This is the last thing they do as a courtesy, quote unquote. They show me how this technology works. So when I do have clients or I do have students that come to me and I can see they have that technology, I know how it works. I know what dimension it links to. I know what project it was part of. I know it has reconfigured their energy system in this and this and this way because I've gone through the mill. It's Coded into my energy system. I know how to see it, I know how to work with it, I know how to break it down, I know how to recalibrate it, and I know how to heal the holographic energetic structure because I've done it myself. That's the purpose of all the things that I've gone through, unpleasantly gone through on all levels of a reality field. I have the actual knowledge. Do I teach that in the whole academy? In the clearing work courses, I give the foundational knowledge because this is so elaborate. And it cannot be taught. It can only be experienced. So that's why I come up with the counseling as in people can work with me. And I'm not saying, oh, and I'm going to do a lot of energy work with you. And then we get it all fixed. And you just need to meet with me three times and you're good to go. This is a lifelong journey. We are a civilization that got colonized 15,000 years ago, completely put into oblivion 12,000 years ago. We have 12,000 years of lived lives of distortion and inserted technology and alterations and things that's been done to our world. We have a long line of work ahead of us people. And for those who are ready to take that journey, you have most likely the highest viability rate. You already get insight from within. You already get the push from within. You already get insight from within. You have already experienced the manipulation. You just don't know what to do with it. And that's what the whole academy, that's for you people. The whole academy is not for the newbies that want to learn this from scratch because you can't. Either you are already there and you need to know where to go and how to continue your journey by having some kind of facilitator, some kind of mentor, some kind of instructor, because I don't like to be called myself a teacher, that says... I have experienced this, so I can see it's similar to this, it's not actually the same, but I can see it's similar, and I know from my experiences, I know how I work with this technology, this is what we can do, and sometimes the technology shows itself to me because it knows I can clear it out, because it's semi-conscious, then I will clear it out. Sometimes the technology does not show itself, depends on whether people are still in active programs. If they are there's nothing I can do. If they're out of these programs, because the races that used to be here have has left, And these races are giving me the instructions on how to dissolve that technology and onward and so forth. So the, the whole academy is for the ones that want to begin this journey, but it's not the complete answer. But it's definitely a process that can be initiated with a larger amount of knowledge of how to operate inside this reality field. And for me, that's the key point. If we are to rebalance ourselves in whatever we will see, we will know the difference between what is actually beneficial for us as a civilization, regaining our original knowledge of who and what we were, and get back on our feet and learn to work with what is left for us from these civilizations, which is not much. And what can we do with it and what should we do with it as part of the future? Or should we align with the Andromedan system and take their invitation to do it through their recalibration technologies? Or should we team up the future humanities and, and some of the ones that come back from the future so we can make wise Choices of how we're going to utilize our energy work and for what purpose and for what function and not create more distortion. And that's why to go back to the, what are the societal changes that we need to go into? What are the challenges for those of us who are doing it? And how do we do it in a neutral way that do not create more distortion? What are the processes that we need to go through psychologically, mentally, energetically, holographically, originally who we were, our own processes, so that we with a wise mind and our original advanced civilization scientific approach can begin to work with What do we need to do to get rid of these type of alien technologies, which the left-wing brothers and whomever teamed up with this group completely lost track of and messed up to the largest degree possible. We were given free in 2016 from the Draco system. And they just invited in other groups and other groups and other groups because they're afraid of letting go of their power. They were afraid of letting uh, acknowledging the fact that they had relied on that technology that was now breaking down. And so were they and not just accepting that they had had their time, the laws of the cycles, and instead con- constantly relooping and doing whatever they could to continue their existence, creating more challenges for the rest of us inviting in groups that did not and do not belong here, opening up old Atlantean timelines that led to the dark galactic core link up and onward and so forth, just to preserve their own existence. That's part of those of us who are doing the true awakening is political as well, as conscious, as genetic, as energetic, as scientific, as whatever we will come up with. This is a transition into becoming an advanced civilization not a spiritual civilization. If you choose to believe in something that is related to that, go with it. That's okay. That's fine. And I'm not saying the opposite, but it's not part of my perception of reality. Because as has been said in so many teaching systems, the gods, that's us. The God is within you. You are the God. You are the creator of your world, of your universe or whatever you are due to the energetic consciousness potentials. Whatever you're seeking, whatever you're relying on, whatever you want to happen, falls back on you. It's you that's doing this. It's you that's creating. It's you that makes this happen. It's not, if you want to pray to something, pray to you, not your higher self, because that could just be an elemental being or a parasite or whatever technology. But work with Who am I? What am I? What is my responsibility? What's my purpose and function? How do I participate in this? In what way can I participate in this? What are my skills? What are my advantages? Do the whole sort analysis as what are my strengths, my weaknesses, my opportunities and the threats and what am I up against here? From an objective, psychological, psychodynamic perspective of what can I, what can I not do? And the first step is the individual work. Always know thyself know who you are, what you are, what are your dreams, what are your hopes, why are you? what denial do you have, what are the belief systems? How do you operate, what do you need to work with, and that's the psychological journey that must begun be begun for most. But as I said, since I worked as a psychotherapist for many years and as a healer as well, I try to create shortcuts. Because we don't really have that each individual that begins this goes into 10 years of therapy. We don't really have that time anymore. And that, again, that's a Randy Green dot one where I begin to work with, okay, therapists, how can we get them to work with people from a psychic energetic level, from a higher understanding of who we are as expanded humans? But that's a whole other story. And we're up against time here. It's just a kind of (laughs) going on and on and on. But I think I answered your questions, right? Mm.
1: Yes, pretty much. And yeah. uh, there's a lot here to, to, to chew on for a while, really good meat and potatoes, so to speak, if you're, but that's a bad metaphor. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's... Uh, carrots
0: and beans, please. There we
1: go, carrots and beans. Yes,
0: because we are, of course, as an advanced civilization, completely mm-hmm. plant vegetarians. It's throwing that in there,
1: so we start. You know, we started with the, the alien technology, uh, the alien information technology, and we looked into different levels. Of you know consciousness and how you know this needs to be done on uh, scientific levels and within the base program. And to, we talked about kind of the military-industrial complex. Of, and I know um, I didn't
0: touch that weekend, but yes. I did the whole magi- magic, majestic, majestic twelve, uh, the, a new approach mm-hmm. to to the alien That's gender, right. And I've touched ground with mm-hmm. this to a large extent. What needs to be added in there because there's so many people already touched ground with these the military-industrial complex. There is. I want to put mm-hmm. in here though with. Eisenhower in that speech he also talked about the scientific community that's right and that has been so overlooked mm-hmm. deliberately
1: yes it because
0: when we to. talk about what is the other big branch that holds us from the quote unquote oh, yeah. true awakening processes that's the way if you call the military industrial complex mm-hmm. that's the scientific information complex or whatever you want to call yeah, it's it huge too yeah and they
1: work in, in lockstep sometimes too yeah. then you went into a lot of the kind of the galactic history and very specifics on how a lot of that stuff is carried out and we go into the prohibiting technologies in more detail here and then uh, we go into the individual level of how that works and all the things available to those listening to here to support Randy's work and to actually, you know, gift yourself with, with this, with these processes, with this information, with these techniques, you know, the whole uh, academy that's available out there to whoever wants to check it out.
0: Yep. Yep. So I think that's kind of, I, there was something I wanted to add in I kind of, I can't remember it. I kind of lost track of that one, but um, yes, With this podcast, those of you who listen to this one, uh, there will be a little bit, unless I get information that I need to do a podcast on some specific type of technology or what have you, the foundation is now laid. And of course, I could dive into all of these little branches, but I've done that since 2013. And for me, it's important that we now move forward, that we now begin to the new next level of information. And for those of you who need to revisit and go back be aware that if you are to look into some of the information we got before 2017 and before the link up with the Dark Galactic Core and the Mandala Effect programs, you need to go quite far back when you're looking at YouTube information. If you're looking from everything after 2017, you can't really be assured that it's actually how it used to be because it's under the mandala effect and the reprogramming of a reality. So just bear that in mind when you begin to look up information as far back as you can go. But that can be tampered with as well because everything that's frequency based can be tampered with everything that's electronic. Digitalized can be altered. Everything that's physical in your reality, your home, whatever, can be altered. Due to the new reality programs. So trust nothing, as it's said so wisely in so many movies and sci-fi. When we look into the future technologies, that's the left-wing brotherhoods and what they are working for, the transhuman agenda that links up to machines, because then we are stuck within the frequency spectrum. So that's some of the things that I would like to point attention to as well when we talk future technologies, which is some of the things I'm also working with in. I've made a group on Vimeo or Vimeo, however you want to pronounce it, um, that you have to pay for, where I will begin to work with the processes of getting into that information. But it's a long journey because it's like the ones I'm talking to. You determine how far I can push this. If the collective levels up to the next understanding of the alien technology, then we can really begin to do the full disclosure. If people are stuck in the old ways and keep returning back to the, what was put in by the fourth cycle brotherhood groups, whatever that was pro and against, and the civilizations or the colonizers, and keep returning to the old ways, as I talk about in my um, Higher Awareness Lifestyle YouTube channel, where I work my way through the chakra system and why we should not use that anymore, where I work through the Buddhist ideas and why we should not use these anymore, as I talked about the infiltration and how they were thrown off from their original potentials and why we get stuck in the fourth cycle if we constantly work with these quote-unquote spiritual programs, why we need to reinvent our own belief systems, our own ideas of what spiritual awakening is. If we don't do that, then it's difficult to get the collective up to the next level. So we participate in how we approach the awakening process with our thoughts and our ideas. We are the forerunners. And if we are not forerunning, then we are just repetitive promoters of what's already been said. And that's also why when when I give something here, it's on a very high level for most but that's where you need to go, people. That's where you need to go. So how do you get there? What is it that's blocking you from accident? What is it that you are so afraid of? To get there. So so that's and I went through that process myself and it was not a process I asked for, unfortunately, it was done to me. For the sake and the reason of me being able to do what I am doing now. And no, I'm not advocating for anyone being like me. I'm not saying anybody should go through my awakening process. Absolutely not. I would prefer not to. Because I was part of the regional groups that went right hand, so to speak, against the colonizers. Hence, why I'm here now as a punishment. And I know Mabel says, uh, Josh, you don't like when I say punishment, but it is because those of us who are going through these awakening process that used to be part of the original resistance movement, we know what's been done to us. And that is not pleasant either. But if you were part of that original resistance movement, then this is your time. If you came here from some of the other systems because we are endangering the entire quadrant by not activating as we're supposed to, your mission statement, then this information is for you. Because I talk to you that have viable genetics, which means that you consciously, your brain might not be able to process the information, but your higher order energy system is And when I talk from that level, I'm talking to your energy system so that it can begin to activate its full potentials, including the unpleasant clearing processes, including breaking down the prohibiting technology so that your human form can truly begin to wake up. So it can truly begin the process of breaking down everything that's in you and around you. So your circumstances and your environment and everything you are will beget, uh, beget or be, be gone or get ready to the processes of becoming part of the original solar system civilizations that should be rightfully already now given free. Because that's why... When we talk about why did some collaborate, because they were promised that if they only administered this for so and so long, and the Dracos got what they needed to keep their own lineages pure, they would leave in this and this year. And that is long overdue to the relooping. I think we're talking we are off two or three thousand years in <laughs> that agenda due to the relooping and what's been done to our reality field. So they didn't keep their word. None of these groups do. That's also important to understand. So never take any promise as if this is for granted. They know who you are. They know what you want and they're manipulated. The prohibiting technology is there to scan you and make sure you're not waking up. They left, but they did not leave it in a way so we could do the awakening processes. The ones that could have taught us were thrown off into false teaching systems. The ones that actually had the potentials were eradicated a long time ago or whatever happened. So we are on our own. The only one that can guide you through this is you and your ability to study, research, understand, work with information in a manner that actually leads to the full awakening process, whatever that means. And that is a very different angle than what most teach. And it could be right, it could be wrong, but this is what I see and what I've experienced and what I know to be my truth. And truth is always relative, it's always connected to our energy system and what is true for you might not be true for me and what's true for me might not be true for you. But we are on a collective journey of how do you take responsibility for your awakening process? How do you learn to gain inner knowledge and not rely on outer sources? How do you recalibrate your brain so it can process higher levels of information? How do you learn to work with energy again? And what does it mean to be an advanced civilization? So there's a lot of inner scrutiny and a lot of contemplation that must be done for us that are participating in this work. And I would like to push it into what we could say, this one might not have been so scientific and there are limitations to how scientific I can do it because we don't have the language yet. Most of these civilizations do not work with language. They are telepathic. They work with code systems. They technology technologies based on code systems and genetic signatures. So it's not a language we have yet. So, there's a lot of invention that must be done before we can come up to snuff with what we're dealing with. And eventually, we will stop talking and it will be telepathic as it rightfully should be because the amount of information in complex, multidimensional systems cannot be verbalized. It is given holographically as a transfer from one consciousness potential unit complex information system to another for the sole purpose of either degradation or elevation. So there are so many techniques that we need to learn. And I I am reliant on, and this is the usual plead I always give, I'm reliant on your donations and your support of the whole academy by buying the courses. I'm reliant on your willing participation in your inner work and your energy work and your clearing work. The further you push your field and the more you lift, the more we lift the collective fields from where we can drag in more information of who we are as a civilization. That's the whole plot of the prohibiting technologies and the false t- teaching systems is that we don't gain that possibility of the collective consciousness fields that are expanding and progressing keeping us stuck in false teaching systems, regressive teaching systems that constantly throws us back into the timelines they have control of. So this is again, so that's the next level of my plead. I need the finances to be continue doing what I do. And I need you to participate in a way where you work with who and what you are willingly and eagerly in a way that you you roll up your sleeves and say, this is what I want to do. Okay, I'm all in not just on a 2 hour basis a lifestyle
1: yes and even if you just want to start there though too what do you really value in life you know what else is there out there that's that you're supposed to be doing are you just going to go not you i don't you but i mean money you know, all people with all the money in the world, they they don't. That doesn't do it for them anymore either. I've mm-hmm. talked to so many people who they've done everything this base program tells them to to be happy, and they should be doing it. It doesn't do it, obviously. Mm-hmm. You know, here's here's a chance to to go for something that really makes a difference in your lives, everyone around you, and even the, the greater reality field. You know, for the, even potentially for the future to come. I'm just trying to think of what else is more important once our basic needs are met. You know, uh, the self-actualization, this is one of the best ways, especially if you're listening to this, uh, you probably resonate with this and, you know, ch- check it out if you haven't already. And if, if you have, then it's time to keep up in the game, right?
0: Yeah. So what I'm here proposing to all of you is the next step. That's why I call it the next step for humanity. I know it's a little bit of a grander way of saying things, but it is. And people, we need to go to the next step. I know it's fear-provoking. I know for many of you, it will take a toll on your ability to process information. I know many of you, you have for years said, this is way over my head, but I like listening to you. Okay, what are you doing about it? Come on, you listen for years. Isn't it about time you participate in the courses or you do something actively and for me, it's this kind of, yeah, it was interesting 2013 when people say it's way over my head, but I've been listening to that for 13 or 11 years now. And I've, many of you, you go so far back and you're saying, I love this information. Yeah, what are you doing about it? Where your participation in this world, what have you learned from it? What have you implemented? Where's your contribution to the change of the world? Where's your YouTube channel? Where's your website? Where's your engineering project? Where's your working with other people within business projects? Where are you working with the hybrid children project? Where your psychological education and people say, well, I don't have the money. I can't do this. Well, I don't either, but I'm doing it anyways. So come on people, the, no seriously, I'm, I'm here, I've been very patient for many many years and I used to talk like this in 13 and, and that got people up because we were in this the last part of the cell activation cycle, so many people were supported by the groups and the factions they were part of to do this. You're no longer supported by that drive. You're no longer on the factions that pushes you to do this. Now it on you as an individual, your willpower, your stamina, your readiness to be a change maker, your readiness to do the work that needs to be done. Not because it makes you feel good or makes you give you position or make you someone that kind of appears as if. If you're doing all the right things, that's kind of if we have a spiritual greenwashing, which it technically is. What do you need to do? Come on, people.
1: And if you're stuck, Randy offers Q&A sessions, right? And yeah. sessions, too, not to get dependent on that, but it can be an, an impetus or an exploratory thing if, they're, if if there's up against blockages or you just want to bounce things off of Randy and see what she has to offer uh, on a more personal level too, right? Yes. But I I want to
0: keep that as a minimum because the whole purpose is that I'm here advocating, find your own power. (laughs) Don't rely on me. So that's why I made the the course material as, as online uh, or self-study because Every day is a day where you will meet challenges that will demand your own understanding of what am I to do with this? What is the choice here? And that's why I teach the rules and the laws and the principles. More than the traditional going to see the healer and fix me, go and see the psychotherapist. Absolutely, I do the the psychic energetic therapy. Absolutely, because that's needed to push the process. And as I said, instead of doing it 10 years, this put it down to two years. In a succession of conversations every third week, let's go bam, 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 bam and get you there. And then you take the challenge. Then you take the responsibility. I don't do sessions so your inner child can feel comfortable. I do the sessions to get you to work. And that's why I'm sorry for putting that in there because the way you put it, you're kind of saying, oh, then you can rely on writing. No, I want you to work. I do this so you get to work. I do this so you wake up. I do this so you see the technology. I do this so you can clear the technology. I do this so you take responsibility. Because in my entire life, what I've been looking at, I know it's going to be a very long podcast here, but I've been looking at people and I always ask, why are they not doing anything, why are they accepting this? Why are they not really waking up and then seeking into the communities, quote unquote, that were waking up? just to discover they are working up into rabbit holes. They are still giving away their power. They are still relying on others. When I talk to students and people and we go into this, they always say, it's the others, it's the others, it's the others. I know I talked about the others here. Yes, that's the opposition. That's the fourth cycle dynamics. Learning how to stand as a strong individual. Learning to be in progressive relationships. Learning not to get stuck in businesses or relationships or family dynamics. Dynamics that keeps us in a regressed state, learning how to process and work with family dynamics as a progressive unit. I had to clear out the entire ancestral lineages in my own family before I was allowed to do the work. I literally had to clear out what I could of my family to create the space from where I could work. And the same goes on the collective level. Unless we really begin to become transformative. The collective will not be transformed. We need to be, you know, have seen these ads where you have this greasy water and you put some soap on and it creates a whole ring of clear water. That is what we need to do. That's what we need to be. We need to be the transformers ourselves. I'm not talking about the movie. We need to be the transformative agents in this reality, collectively, energetically, individually, with others, with whatever's going on, full responsibility. That's the fifth cycle. That's where you stand as the center point, completed the timeline work, the clearing work of the fourth cycle, understood that you are the unity in a wholeness and you're the unity that stands and spreads and emits that transformational vibration and calibration that goes with the radiation field that allows you to transform everything around you you become the cleaning agent because you have cleaned so many times that your energy system naturally does that as a homeostasis principle. And that's where we need to go in our clearing work and energy work and understanding why we're doing it. Not because it makes us feel good, as I keep saying. Yes, I'm a psychotherapist. We will work with these things. But the goal is not just healing, not just as an individual, but to become transformative. You do sessions with me so you learn to become transformative. You do sessions with me so you learn to work in a transformative manner. You do the whole academy courses so you learn to try what it means to transform, what are the dynamics and what are the rules and the laws and the principles of the transformative dynamics within our reality field. That's what the whole academy is about. So that already there is dissimilar from the typical round-the-mill spiritual, psychic, energetic uh, consultations, clairvoyant. Who am I? And I tell her, "Oh, you're from this and this and this." Uh, but the the processes of knowing who we are to transform it, the processes of knowing these sciences to transform it, the processes of being able to connect uh, telepathically and energetically to UAPs are is, is transformative. Everything here must be transformative. And that's the journey we are on. That's the responsibility. And that's the reason why people should study this, so they can transform their mental field. That's why they are in the psychological processes, so they can transform their emotional field. So we become the transformers, the cones of light that we used to be. So that where we are, the world transforms according to what this reality field is. Because we're not transforming it due to our personal ambition and what we want it to be. We are transforming it on the laws and the rules and the principles of our reality field. And that's what we need to learn. And that's what the whole academy is about for those who want to do this. And this is where I ask of you again. Please support my work. Please donate. And assist me in when I do. If, If you're not going to do the whole material as it is then the future timeline work podcast series that I do on Vimeo which you can sign up for whatever you feel that will work for you I've got different degrees of knowledge please support me by buying it it's there for the same reason it will give you something it is an investment it's part of it's a tool in your journey it's not the full answer but it's definitely getting you somewhere so it is an investment in yourself and your knowledge base and what you can become as a transformative human So my question is again what are you afraid of? What is holding you back? What is it that you're afraid of losing? What is it that you're afraid of really seeing as it truly is? And are you living out your full potentials as part of this solar system? What faction have you been under? What has been done to you? What is the processes of denial? And all of these steps which is part of the true activation and awakening process. And there, of course, the whole counseling comes in. And I'll be more than pleased to help you in these processes and assist you in what we call aspiring, a facilitation and activation and seeing and doing and whatever is needed in our conversations. But it takes more than one. It takes a lifetime of work and a willingness to do a lifetime of work. That's why we're here now. That's why we're here doing this work. And we need to do much, much more, much more. Thank you.